G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. I am your host, Troy McCavin. Uh, coronavirus free, baby. Hope you are the same. Hope your loved ones are safe. I hope your family's safe. And I hope you're getting through this craziness uh, as well as be cons- expected, I guess. Uh, crazy ass times. But uh, thank God Guitar Wank is here to save the day. <laughs> this is episode 206, I believe. 206, is it? Let me check that. Is it really 206? Hot damn, 206. We're going to continue on from uh, our last conversation with Mr. Brucey Foreman and Scotty Henderson. Uh, continue with that. Some more news for you guys. Um, oh, remember that Bruce is doing his Grumps videos. You can go to uh, basically his YouTube channel, Bruce Foreman. Look him up on YouTube. Go there. Support him on that. You can find him on Facebook. Go check him out. Go give him some shit. You know, support the man. He's uh, trying to entertain us uh, people in these times of need. And, uh, yeah, go check it out. Go support Grumps. Uh, so, besides that, we've, Guitar Wank is now on Spotify. Um, we signed up for Spotify to reap all the massive amounts of money we will get from Spotify. Um, so that'll be really good. Uh, I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. It's crazy, I know. But uh, now we'll be rolling in all the ven- uh, the revenue that will be flowing through Spotify and that will be passing on to us artists. Uh, thank you, Spotify. Amazing stuff. And um, <coughs> shit. Uh, and that's pretty much where we are with that. What else is going on? I think that's it. Not much else to say. This is uh, Thursday. The, uh, what is it? What day it is today? Ah, Thursday, April something. It doesn't matter. Every day is just rolling into another day now. Um, I'm pre-recording this, so maybe something spectacular or devastating has happened on this day, and I don't even know about it. So, uh... I guess we'll talk about it next episode. (laughs) But anyway, we're going to continue on. This is uh, episode 206. As I said, Mr. Bruce Foreman, Scotty Henderson, keep coming with the the news, the support, the questions, and all that crap. And uh, I'd like to say a big shout-out to Mr. Lyle Workman. Not that he's listening, but I'll just say, g'day, Lyle. To Lyle and uh, all our friends in Johannesburg. There's a lot of guitar wank listeners apparently in Johannesburg, Africa. Right? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just talking shit. Because I'm bored! I'm not bored, I'm just... Ah! I need to get out. I need to get out of here. Alright, I hope you. Uh, I hope we just take you out of your uh, place for a little bit and sit back, enjoy guitar wank, and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Have fun! Go, go piss off Bruce. Go comment and... Get in his face about stuff. <laughs> Grumps TV. Oh, my God. <sighs> Things have got crazy. All right. We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you.
when you have a great chord progression? <laughs> Don't ask me. All my progressions are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that even a, a logical question? I mean, how do you no, know? No, you, you like what you like. I mean, you know, yeah. you, if you like it, you like it. I mean, good is a is like a completely irrelevant word. But but is know? it is it about just the chord progression, or it needs the melody to make it a well, great chord progression? That to me it does. I mean, I love I love harmony, but it still needs melody. Because the Beatles have got the sense. simplest chord progressions, but they're always so great, right? Yeah, but the thing is, you could take a chord progression and you could take the melody away from the chord progression and put a new melody on that chord progression, and it could be uh, another great melody on that chord progression. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, wow. so so it doesn't have to be the and, melody. And you can take, vice versa, you could take a great melody and reharmonize. Exactly. In a way. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. But but you know the the main thing is is that well here's the thing I will say this and I'm not trying to be a snob but no. but I am so I'll just be one <laughs> you know, um, um, when it comes to music and harmony it it's the same thing as like you know if somebody handed me a a, a, a really expensive glass of wine and then also handed me a glass of Boone's Farm, there's <laughs> a chance that I might not be able to tell the difference <laughs> because I don't know anything about wine, right. right? Right. My friend Alan Hertz, you know, he grew up in Napa Valley. His parents are like wine experts, and so is he. So he can tell <laughs> what, what makes a good wine. Can we have him know? on the show and I deliver him uh, two-buck chuck? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that'd be He's fun. I'm on the show, <laughs> no. but but when you listen to enough harmony, man, I've got friends who I will not name, who really try to copy their favorite composers, like Wayne and people like that, and who have a lot of chords in their music, and not one of those fucking chords belongs anywhere near <laughs> the next fucking chord. Because they can't hear it. They just have no fucking clue of how to write, you know. But Wayne Shorter, on the other hand, can use a lot of chords, sometimes eight chords a measure, and he has a way of making it work. And you can tell when it sticks. And if you have listened to that kind of music enough, you know the quality shit from the bullshit. Right. From the random, meaningless bullshit. Because just because you, you know, for example, I'm sure everybody has seen a lot of the funny things on the internet that people harmonize, you know, with their harmony. Yeah. You've seen big ass Jones truck rental where, you know, some guy will just play a bunch of chords behind what he's talking. And I think there's a very, <laughs> there's an amazing art to that, you know, where you're copying the voice and you're playing the, the doing all these weird chords. But the thing is, is if you took those that voice away and took the actual clip away and just listened to the harmony by that by itself, a lot of times it's bullshit. Right. You know, so that's not good writing, you know, so so it's comedy and it's funny, but it's not that good. I mean, sometimes it is. I'm not saying it's always bad, but I'm just saying that a lot of people, just because you can put a bunch of random chords together, that doesn't mean they belong together, and that doesn't mean it's strong writing. Right. So, do, do you, you know, do you think that the uh, melody yeah, right. does the melody? Boy, 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 do I really agree with that, Bruce? Does the melody dictate always 
the chords? To me, to me in general, in general, it does, but not always. No. Okay. But that's just my personal. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's just I, you asked me a question and I gave you my aesthetic, you know, subjective answer. I am not an expert on this. I, I just know what I like, and I, I'm a fairly educated listener, so I know that generally speaking, I like melody-driven music more than harmonically driven music. You know what I mean? But but right. I, but that's that's not like a hundred percent or even you know ninety percent. I mean, I love harmony as much as anybody. You know, but I also love simplicity, and I love and what really is important to me is storytelling, and and that's where like doesn't matter how complex or how simple it is, if it doesn't tell a story, if it doesn't have meaning, you know, then then I you lose then then I don't like it, you know. I totally agree with that because you know, I mean, BB King can tell just as good a story as Wayne Shorter. Wayne Shorter uses really complex harmony bb king uses really simple harmony but they're both great storytellers so who cares oh, that's that's exactly, a really good point exactly. that's a great point it's, that, that's just, exactly that you just that's yeah you you just I, you you said what i would said in a thousand words in a hundred okay fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you know what i think that right. scott i think that's a good point to just end guitar wank right there we should not do any more shows after that comment <laughs> that's Never. it that's it we're okay. done Goodbye. Okay. 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 <laughs> Troy, Troy, I get the feeling you want to quit this show anyway. No. So, I, actually, I found another Australian guy to take over for no, you. I, He's always been complaining about the money ever since I've met the guy. So, I you know. know. I know. Hey, he thought he was, hey. he was going to all of a sudden get a bunch of gigs with, like, Jeff Lorber or something. Hey, you know, you know what? But, no Australian will not edit this show like I can. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, man, but Troy, back to what you were saying about the money thing. What money thing? You know, about, well, you were talking about advice for musicians. Just oh, yeah. Money, general. Yeah, don't buy hookers and blow. Well, no, I was <laughs> going to say the opposite. Buy lots of hookers and blow right now. <laughs> yeah, because they need to work Boy, too, dude. Think about it. That's one job that's really got to be hurting right now. Right? My drug dealer is like struggling, man. He needs help. Oh, no. I no, I, But you think he's doing bad hookers, I think, are doing way worse. You know? Yeah, well, we should all chip uh, in and buy a hooker. I mean... <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think it's the times where food is the biggest, uh, the commodity that's the most important. So, <laughs> food and rent. Hey, hey we, so, could, uh, we could all stand every- to lose some pounds, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to give a little bit of advice. to Please to do. People. Yep. Okay. I want to hear it. It's, I mean, it's not like a big deal. Most people know this anyway. But the truth is, is that like Bruce was talking about, most people do have a home studio in their house. Like even, even the young kids now, they have pro tools, they have logics or whatever, and, and they know how to use it, you know? So the best thing you can do is make product when you, when you're here and there's nothing going on, there's no gigs. We're in the middle of this pandemic and you're home at your house. This is the time to be recording and making some kind of product for yourself that you can sell. Because, I mean, you're not getting paid for making that product anyway. 
So you might as well make it when you, you, you know, you're, you're home alone, you have nothing to lose. So you might as well be productive when you're at home and be recording and making that record or making that little single that you're going to make or whatever. And, you know, you, these days you can do that over the internet just as well as you can have well, people do it at, in, at the house. You can lay down your tracks. You can have somebody else at another location, lay down a guitar track or a bass track or whatever, put that shit together and get it on a CD, master it yourself. And, and, and make no money. Well, no, you <laughs> will make money off it in the How? future. Now. How will you make money off it? You'll sell it at your gigs. <laughs> I No, I disagree. I disagree. Dude, I disagree. Dude, you don't hear how many CDs I've sold on gigs. Well, you're Scott Henderson. No, you're- no, no. I'm, not, I'm telling you, man, every band that plays at the Troubadour has CDs that they sell to the crowd and their fans buy yeah, them. I, you know what? I, if I give different advice, I would say, I mean, you're, you're, you're an anomaly because you're Scott Henderson and you've got a, a massive guitar career behind you. You know, you're like, yeah, you're, you're Scott Henderson. But I would say to people out there, like fucking be smart about it. I mean, music doesn't sell anymore. Music. It doesn't. The music industry is gone. It's, it's fucked. It's gone. And that's not so not true. I, I, no, I, uh, to make a living, to make a living, to support a family, to support a lifestyle, music, you have to be like, I don't even know how you cut through the bullshit to, to, you have to be but extremely Troy, lucky. So many, Troy, think of all the great, the people, I'm not going to say great musically, but I'm going to say, think of all the, the people out there that are making tons of money and they're not even great musicians. Well, I think that's that's very I think it's very rare. I think you should be smart. If you're gonna choose to do music, you need to really dial in what you're gonna do and what you're gonna aim to do. Um like what? I I, I don't think just well, well 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 for just a second to break in here and, and I'm loving this argument because I'm not in it. But uh <laughs> but 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 the three of us very different on what we do and how we do it, but we're all kind of doing okay. So, well, I mean, yeah, we're doing okay. But if you're a young, point, if you're a I young person and trying to get in the music industry, one, you have to be so exceptionally brilliant or have such amazing songs to cut through. All right, and that's such Troy, a small percentage. But I believe, but, but, but you, you could, but Troy, you could, they could be great at making uh trailers like that's what i was about to say they they could be yeah they could be great educators or they could be great uh they could be people that came up with new ways to to record or new new kinds of microphones or new kinds of pedals for guitars or i mean there's so many different ways other than just going out and getting on the stage and playing a game yeah i'm saying you you need to focus you You can't just like that you know, but that's always the way the record. The, I mean, the world has been. There's nah, been. The, I think it's changed. New players to break through, and the rest all find another way to do it. Whether they private teach, they teach at a school, they they you know they they fix instruments, they they uh, you know they have an instrument rental or a sound company, or they they become sound men. You know what I mean? Because musicians are always the best at all those things. Yeah, but Troy, I, I wasn't trying to say that I wasn't trying to say that every musician has to be a band leader, songwriter, and no, they're gonna make that. a living off of it. I wasn't trying to say that. No. And I wasn't trying to say, hey, give up your day job 
and just <laughs> no. go to the troubadour and try to sell your CDs. I wasn't trying to say no, that. No, I know that too. I would just say that if, like, any advice, I would say really focus and find your strengths and go with that. But don't be naive and just think, oh, I'm going to write a great song and a great CD and sell. No, even the fucking best musicians in the world right now cannot make money selling CDs. Selling okay. music is gone. Like, that is gone. Well, that's not gone, Troy. It, it's it, it not. has. No, no, no. It's gone for, if you are not established... But majority, you cannot count on that. If you can make that work, I think that is a blessing Troy, and very lucky. But you count c- on that. Ask Ask Beyonce when she was fifteen. Yeah, but if she thought she was going to be a superstar selling platinum yeah, sales of CDs. I, I think she, that's a, I think that is one a different time, even though it wasn't that long ago. But two, the industry has changed so much that us making music now, which costs a lot of money just to make a great song and produce it and record it and get it out there you aren't people i mean willing to pay a dollar for that anymore i mean Dude, you're wrong you're wrong troy i i'm sorry you're just flat out wrong i disagree i've got friends i've got friends that are out there on on tours they're not very well known and they're doing it well it Live, if you're playing live and they're selling at a live, live gig, yeah, and they're CDs live and they're driving around from town to town just like Pat Metheny did when he was young. I, th- it's a different, I think it's a different era. I don't think that you, I think what Pat Metheny and those guys did back then that set them up to be established now, but I think it's even harder for musicians to do that now. I think it's harder, but not impossible. No, it's never impossible. And hey, what I'm saying is not. Uh, like rules or and that's not the be all and end all I'm just saying if I was a young artist now and I would give advice I'd be like you know what be really focused and really dedicated what you're going through and choose a field that you could really like I just know the industry that I work in the trailer industry it seems like the last frontier where musicians actually get paid for what they're worth Um, well I'm not saying anybody's going to get paid what they're worth because if they were getting paid what they're worth, a lot of jazz musicians would be ten times richer than they are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not. I'm never saying that people are ever paid what they're worth. But what I am saying is that if you're home and you've got recording equipment, and you've got songs and you've got ways to make music, you should use them. That's all I'm uh, for saying. For sure, for sure. But don't count on making money from from it. Uh, you never count on anything, man. Yeah. What can you count on, really? Yeah, I, w- I would just say, and just fucking don't count on making, like, don't put your just, eggs in that basket. Check this, out. check this out. There's a bunch of Bruce's students that I've taught myself at USC. A lot of them are very good players, you know, and who's to know whether some of those guys are going to end up in the gutter doing meth and some of those guys are going to get gigs. With, you know, some of those guys are going to get really good gigs as a sideman with somebody famous and eventually become band leaders and become pretty famous guitar players and sell their CDs off the stage just like I do. So how can you possibly say the music business is over? No, I didn't say because- it's over. I think it's like, I think musicians with the things like Spotify and stuff like that, you, unless you are playing live okay and you're live and touring and if you're touring and you're trying to support a band 
and sell music. Come on, man. I think that's. I think it's a hard. That's a hard one. I think it's not impossible by no means. Not impossible. And if you have the passion and the guts to do it, but yeah. But Troy, check this out. Go on any website. Check out the number of agents that there are on the web and look at their roster. There are literally tens of thousands of musicians out there touring, selling their CDs. So how can there possibly, you're saying there's not room for any more? No, I'm These not saying agents, that. I'm just saying as to have a life and like support a family, a house and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's harder now than more than ever. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not hard, but I'm saying that if you don't do it, then you didn't want it bad enough. That, that, there you go. That sums it up all, you know, because you shouldn't listen to someone like me and go, you know, Troy's right, I should give up. If you're thinking that way, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Well, no one, no one would. Yeah. I mean, anybody who really wants it would do it. The fact is, is yes, CD sales are not as robust as they once were because there are other options for people. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that people aren't selling them at gigs. Doesn't mean people don't want to buy them. But the technology is getting pushed out of the way for news, newer, easier, cheaper, uh, more portable ways to listen. You know what I mean? And that's that's a thing that we've always had to deal with from the transition from the uh, the you know the LP to the CD to the eight track, you know, cassettes, all, you know what I mean? We've, we've always kind of every iterations has made it harder for us. And this one, the streaming, you know, you know, shit here we were, we bought, you know, we're paying $10 or $20 a month for shit. We've already bought twice, you know, mm -hmm. when you look at it. Yeah. But who's you buying know? CDs? Well, people, I, I at gigs are. people at gigs are, they are, you know. People at gigs are definitely buying CDs. That's a, such a small percentage. I mean, well, but, it, but it's there. It's there, and don't you don't discount it. You know, it, it helps. It helps for a band. You know, I mean, my last tour, we did it really well. I've got a new way of selling the stuff, and it's working out good for me. Uh, Scott's obviously doing well with it. You know, no, it's it's still possible. But the fact is, is is it is it is going away. I mean, it's diminishing. You know, the fact. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Because pe people can get the music in, in other ways. And, and the more that younger people supplant the older people, you know, they have new technologies that they're used to using. And uh, we, just need to, we just need to keep our eye on, you know, sell them while we can. But what's the next thing to do? You know, but we, we all know we're business people. You know? Troy, it, it, it also has to do with what you're selling. Mm -hmm. That's very important to yeah. know what you're selling. Because let me tell you something. Artists like Ry Cooter um, and artists like Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, especially guitar players and me included, yep. we're not just selling notes, man. We're selling tones. Yeah. We're selling sonic, trying to make things sound beautiful. You, you people don't want to hear that on a fucking MP3. It yeah. ruins it. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, so so for those people who are not just buying notes, but they're also really trying to buy beautiful sounds to fill the air with, those people love CDs. Yeah, you know, in fact, they even love vinyl more. Yeah, because vinyl makes it sound even better. Yep. 
So don't count those people out. And there's a whole new younger generation that they care about Sonics just as much as we did. It may not be jazz. It may not be blues. Who knows what it is? But if it has to do with sound and making beautiful sounds on stringed instruments and stuff like that, MP3s aren't going to cut it for them. No. And and they're not going to cut their audience either but do you think cds will yeah i mean it's I mean, better that, than mp3 but cd is yeah. still a cd well, cd is yeah. not really great quality either no but we've all learned to live with it right you know we've all learned to live with it i mean you can you can record tape and and if you listen to a Jimi hendrix cd it was recorded on 15 ips tape and it sounds all warm and analog and you put that on cd and the CD does the best that it can possibly do to give you the sound that you want. And nobody's really complaining about it. There's very few people who say, I won't listen to a CD. I'll only listen to a, a vinyl disc. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, those people are dinosaurs. They're, they're dying out quick. CD has become the accepted way to listen to full, uh, what do you call it? Flat audio, you know, like full audio. Is that what they call it? Flack? F-L-A-C? I don't even know. You know, it's it's like, you know, when you listen to the audio with the biggest file you can possibly listen to it, which is 44.1K. 44. 44. What, no, what, for CD? Yeah, which is a CD because you can't yeah, buy at 96K. You yeah. can't buy files at 96K, which is the, that's the sample rate that I use to record. What, you know, 96 yeah, but but it's going to be dithered down when they master it to forty four, and forty four has become forty four point one has become the standard you, that everybody has listened to for years, and we all don't we're not we're really st- complaining about it. Yeah, we're still missing out. Do you do you offer high end audio files or not? I haven't actually because uh, maybe I should. I mean, I don't know the, how many people would that the, that would whole, buy it. I, that audio, that audio listening crowd that have all the high end audio stuff, and they listen to only like ninety six k, and you should, you should, or one ninety two. Like some people but here's don't. The thing, Troy, what you're talking about selling a computer file? That's well, what you would be selling because you can't put it on any kind of medium because no. no medium holds ninety six k. No, you would have to. You well, didn't it would be a it would be a computer file. Well, didn't um, uh, Neil Young come out with his – what was his platform that Neil Young was pushing that was high-end audio? Can I, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember that he did. But um, if he did, he would – the only way to sell that is as a computer as a Well, computer it, was like, it was like an iPod thing and you would download all these tracks at, at like, you know, 192 or 96 or whatever it was. Um, uh-huh. But it's interesting. But yeah, we're we're missing out. I mean, obviously everyone's missing out at fucking MP3s. MP3s suck. I mean, even at the highest quality, we're still missing out. We're not getting. I mean, everything yeah, that I deal it's with okay is okay for your car when you got a lot of road noise yeah. and you wouldn't the difference. It's they're okay for the car. You know, I listen to MP3s all the time, but it's in my car, and you know, I mean, it sounds so shitty anyway that MP3s will do the job, but. I'm just saying, if you really want to listen to the, to the sound quality, then the CD's better. But I guess, but at, like you like you said, a lot of people 
like majority of people are listening to music through headphones, shittier headphones that aren't delivering that quality of music anyway, that high quality of. Boy, that's for sure. Right? I mean, so you're listening to shitty MP3s through a shitty Apple iPhones. I mean, so this whole generation has missed out on that. Hey, man. Everything. I listened to my latest album on earbuds from an iPod or an iPhone. And how was it? Horrible. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought, oh, my God, I just made the worst album in the world. But, but it, you know, because those things, there's just no bass. There's, no. They're horrible sounding. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I, I mean, a set of good headphones isn't that expensive. It's like 96 bucks. You can get a really great set of Sonys yeah. that most engineers use. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's not like they're super expensive or anything. And then you hear lots of bass and, you know, then it sounds good. But there, I, but, I, I know people well, but, that do the high-end audio stuff and they record. I know a bass player that plays bass music. I don't even know what to call it. It's horrible. I've, I've heard it. I've listened to it. And he sells albums and he sells out, this guy. He does instrumental bass music, which is horrible in itself. <laughs> he, and he sells his albums for 50 bucks a pop. Well, there you go. Because it's high-end audio. And he has an audience. So what the fuck do I know? You know? So there is an audience. There's always an audience for something. You just got to find it and tap into it. I think that's the the main thing what you just said right there is the key to it there is an audience you've got to find it and tap into it that's yeah. the that's the bottom line right there right and 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 you're right though when you say that you may not be a band leader or you may not be writing original music but if you're recording covers or if you're recording like say if you're recording um i don't know what other kind of music dance music if you're recording um DJ stuff, if you're recording like techno or whatever you're recording, whatever's popular, now's the time to be doing it because yeah. you're home, you have nothing else to do, you've got your computer there, you got your stuff, make music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and 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 hopefully you'll find a place to sell it later. But I wouldn't <laughs> say I wouldn't say that the music sales of music are over because I don't think that's true. I don't think Even it's over. I just think it you gotta be smarter. You gotta be I think now more than ever musicians need to be business savvy. Well let me tell you what C D Baby tells me when I release an album on C D Baby. I, I asked them, should I release this on Spotify? Even though it doesn't pay anything. And they say, absolutely. They say Spotify is the movie trailer. Ah, uh, okay. You know, if they listen to it on Spotify, then the next time they want to hear that song, they don't happen to be online, they're going to want to have it on their computer, on iTunes, so they can listen to it wherever they are. Or they're going to want to have it on their iPhone when they're not online somewhere, right? Or they're even going to have a CD if they really want the real deal in sound, the sound that, you know, that we, that we actually made for the record. So, and if they hadn't heard it on Spotify, they never would have bought it. So, you know, I, I can't tell you how many people tell me that I heard your stuff on Spotify. So I went and bought the CD. Oh, that's good. Cause, oh, that's, that's actually fucked. You know why that's fucked? 
How come? Because Guitar Wank just went on Spotify and we don't have any <laughs> seed. We don't have any CDs. We we don't have any CDs to sell. So oh, we're, fucked, we're missing yeah. out on millions and millions of dollars of revenue right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, we're I always fuck. we were fucked. So. <laughs> Bruce, I thought you were the money man. What the hell, dude? But you know what, Troy, you're right. There's a whole generation that listened to Spotify that would never in their wildest dreams go buy music. No, yeah. If those are the young kids or the ones that you're talking about. I mean, for sure, they're going to listen to music on Spotify they're not really what you would call like big time music lovers. If they have to be online to listen to music, they don't care, you know? So, so those kind of people are never going to buy music. They have all the music they want on Spotify. They're not going to go buy it. I don't think my daughter's ever bought any music in her life. She (laughs) listens to Spotify at home. You know, she's a perfect example. She's, she's 16 years old. Yeah. Why in the world would she go buy music when she can listen to music for free at home? Yeah. And but if well, it, not for free. She pays $10 a month. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but but yeah. that whole thing, like we grew up with albums and album covers and like the release date and the cool shit, that's all gone because sure. it's all singles. No, no. It's, it's not gone for, for a group of people and I'm selling to that group of people. Well, it's small. That's a small group. Yeah, it may be a small group, Troy, but yeah. it's helping. It helped me buy my house. Yeah, no, I'm just saying in general, just for the masses. Like, if you can, if you can tap. Well, you are an, an anomaly because you're Scott Henderson. You're known for guitar tone. You have a massive career behind you, so you are able to do that. But say a new guitarist coming up, unless you're doing some amazing fucking shit you're going to get lost in the masses. So I'm asking, how do you get through? What does Bruce always say? Be a badass. Yeah, right. That's true. And, and, and if you're a badass, then all those financial worries are over, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) No, not even close. Like as they say, that in the gun will get you anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It's just tough being a musician nowadays on any it level. Is, so you know, hard. most musicians look at us, man. Me and Bruce teach a little bit for, for to to help make ends meet. Most jazz musicians do. You know, very few jazz musicians that are able to make a living solely off their music. They always teach a little bit, do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, play some sessions, play some solos on other people's records. Man, you know, we're all struggling to 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 survive, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's okay. You know, as long as we enjoy it and it's part of what we do, you know? So, so I'm just saying that there are people out there sitting there listening to our podcast, maybe not, you know, the two people that are listening right now, (laughs) you know, like some of the ones that have listened in the past and they may be the next guy in their field. Yeah, you're right. You know, the guy that really does something innovative and really cool that a lot of people want to buy his stuff. And those guys are out there, man. There, there, there may not be that many of them, but they're out there. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, Scott. I'm done. 
<laughs> and and then there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that shouldn't be posting shit online. Yeah, just stop. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, man, I think me and Bruce have both, and I'm sure you have too. You've we've all seen the students and the guys who are pretty much willing to give up as first as as soon as they hit their first hurdle. Yeah, you can't do that either. You got to. It, it's not supposed to be fucking easy. <laughs> it was easy. Everybody would yeah, do it, Yeah, right? for fuck's sakes. I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, if you think you have a God gift of talent and you think you're pretty special, fucking man up. Like, get up and do it. Make it happen. Go out and get it. Make your shit happen. Go do it. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Go do it. Stop yelling at our audience that the guy's <laughs> going to get a trauma. But it's true. I mean, you guys kind of did that in your own way. You, you, you guys had a, enough ego and I guess f- front that you wanted to get out and show the world that hey, I can play this instrument. I've got a, something to say, and you guys did it. I mean, respectfully, and you're both completely different areas of music. You guys have made a massive name for yourselves as much as you will <laughs> say you didn't, but you guys did. Us, Bruce. Here comes the insult. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, re- I'm already ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as, as much as I regret meeting you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like when he says, you guys have made a massive uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A massive poop out of your lives. You made a massive, just complete clusterfuck out of your life. <laughs> yeah, but I sure pissed off my parents. You know? <laughs> Mission accomplished. No, you. I mean, you guys have been. You, you guys, <laughs> you guys have been amazing to a lot of young guitarists around the world, including myself. I mean, I look at you guys, and I, yeah, I, I'm amazed, amazed. What you've you know done. what, Troy? Just to just to put this in there, there's a point in every young musician's life where they have to decide, like whether they're ready or not. You know, whether they're like really, where they feel like can they really compete with what's out there? You know, and and if they're smart and if they really know, and I don't care what kind of music you're playing, or it, you could be a sound man or an engineer or whatever. But as soon as you feel like that, hey, I'm as good is what's out there, then you really have to start promoting yourself. And a lot of people, a lot of musicians are lazy in that way. They, they, yeah. they're they good at what they do, but they're not good at promotion. You know, or and you, vice versa, they're really good at promotion and they really didn't take care of business. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, totally. But if you're one of those guys who's really good and shy that's not going to do you any good. You got to get on the phone. You got to have phone chops. You got to have business chops. You got to have networking chops. If you're a guitar player, you got to go play at jam sessions so people can hear you. You've got to make a name for yourself. And most of that shit is word of mouth in a town. You know, people people spread those rumors about you because they're true. If somebody you go to a jam session at the baked potato and you wow everybody. People talk about it and they say, hey, I just heard this guitar player the other night. This guy was killing, blah, blah, blah. That shit spreads. And before you know it, people start calling you for work. All right. I, I've got a question. I've got a hard question for you guys. Okay. You ready? 
<laughs> are you ready? Are you ready, Scott and Bruce? Do you think? Do you think if you were up and coming now, do you think you would still cut through or get lost in the masses? Um, me personally, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not quite under, understanding the question. Well, it's like I'm basically asking, like, if the Beatles wrote songs now and were trying to break through, would they break through? Like, would you guys break through right now? Do we? Do you think you'd have oh. a career now, or it'd be? It's a lot harder yeah, now. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, so much of it's persistence and you know follow through and being able to you know take advantage of the situation whether it's like scott said teaching or producing or side manning or you know what i mean so yeah i mean i think i think i would just because i'm a guy that can make shit happen you know what i mean i just have that kind of belief in myself you know and i work real hard but when, when I become the Beatles, I don't know. I doubt that. But, you know, I mean, yeah, Maybe I mean, if so. I was coming up today, I would still make it. I think there's still plenty of opportunity for somebody that works as hard as me and wants it as much as I do. Okay, that's good. That's good. Scott? What, well, what I think about, Troy, when you, when you ask that question, it's sort of like time travel. Yeah. It's like if I travel back into the past, do I see me as the person that I was back then, or is there nobody there? And that would, and, that would, and you see, that would have a lot to do with what you're asking because you're saying like, like if I was to start out all over, you know, right now, you know, is there somebody already there doing what I was doing? And and blocking cock blocking me. <laughs> okay, I like. So and, and, and is there? Is there? <laughs> well, I I don't know. That's what I'm asking because okay. the question is a sort of like what if question, and and the thing is, <laughs> if you just took, if you just took my career and erased it, that it didn't exist. Who knows if someone else would have taken my place and done it before I did. And now if I tried to do it, someone else has already done it now. Well, I <laughs> I love that way of looking at it. I was looking at it like as in the the playing field now, just with everyone being able to see everyone online and all these great musicians around the world able to have a voice because they can get online and show their <laughs> skills. Would you be able to cut through that and have a career? I, I really don't know because, because there are guys that have way surpassed me in some things, but there are other things that I feel like no one has surpassed me. So I have no idea. How can I answer that? Because, you know, like, let's just take for an example, chops. I mean, back when I was coming up as a guitar player, as the young you know, the young burning guitar player when I was in my twenties, yep. I used to be known for my chops, right? But guys like Eddie Van Halen came along and, and all these guys like say Guthrie Govan and all these guys that have, and even some of my students, I mean, I look like an earthworm now, <laughs> a snail compared to, to those guys. So would I make it on chops? Hell no. Right. No one would even look at me if that's all I had to offer was chops because that is the main thing that I have been surpassed on. 
right. is chops. You know, because now I'm looked at a guy, I'm looked at a guy who's more of a blues guy, where where is in my twenties they used to say, Oh, Scott Henderson, that's a really burning, fast fusion guy. Fast, that was like nothing compared to that's that was <laughs> that's <laughs> like a scale compared to what guys are playing right now. Right. That's you know, it, so and I'm not talking about the speed. Yeah. I'm talking about complete dexterity on the guitar like if you look at what phil degree does on the guitar no one in history has ever been able to do what he does on guitar right. no one ever probably will ever be able to do what he can do on the guitar you know it's a freak like yeah. you look at his hands and you just can't believe he's doing what he's doing not only is he doing that he's doing it in a completely musical way so I mean, the bar has been raised, like just up to the the heavens. Yeah. You know? So so in 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 that way, no, I don't. I think I would have a big problem competing <laughs> with anybody like that. But I still have my tunes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And nobody writes like quite like like me, and I still have my little style. So if you like my style and if you like my songs and if you like my phrasing, then maybe I would have a chance. Yeah. I like because that. there's a lot of guys, a lot of guys that are making good music and not necessarily known as technicians <laughs> and people are lo loving them and buying their music. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I would, I would have to say that I, I feel like hopefully I'd still be doing all right. I hope. I, I, I think so. I think you guys would be doing all right. But I don't know that for sure. You know, who knows what's going to happen, man? Maybe, maybe, you know, the technique thing, you know how it kind of had its day in the 80s and it went away yep. and it may come back. Well, and also, <laughs> but hey, how did both, emerge? Both, both of you guys, you've got your dick pics that are out there on the internet and that's, that's impressive too, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't forget about a good dick pic. I mean, come on. That's important. Go. That's important too. Yeah. But you know what? You, you well, know what no, I, I think, I think I'm going to go back to the thumb pics. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Troy, where, where there was a time and it wasn't that long ago where technique was pretty much everything, you know, in guitar. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And, and then there was a time it, when it was like, it, if you could play really was. well, you sucked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you were so full. Completely the other way. It was so funny. I remember that time. I was really, yeah. I was really popular at that time. <laughs> well, I remember the first time I heard Van Halen, and I was just like, okay, I'm done with anything that, that, that you know, like, how can I possibly compete with this? It's just like, it's amazing. Yeah, he's fucking another. It's that's a godlike yeah. level. Of it's, it's another level of rock guitar. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and now since him, other guys have come along who've pushed that boundary even further. Has anyone? Do you personally think there's anyone has had the like the the fame or notoriety? Can I say that? Um, like guys like Eddie. When was the last guy come up that come out like Eddie? Ingve. Yeah, no. Like to the masses. I'm talking to the masses. World mass. Like Eddie Van Halen. Like Ingve, 
yeah, probably, maybe. Ingve made a pretty big, yeah. pretty big storm, man, when he first came out. Yeah, that's, you're right. You're right. This still um, wasn't he may as- have been, no, it probably wasn't as big as Eddie because Eddie was the very first guy to do it. And also, Eddie had songs. They had, I mean, Van Halen had hits. They did. Ingve didn't have hits. hits. Yeah. I, that's what I'm talking you're about. Right. Who was another guitarist that come through that actually made an impact worldwide, and with that you know, impact like I, Eddie I don't did. Think any, I don't think anybody, man. I mean, it was Hendrix, Hendrix and Eddie, right? I mean, these well, pe- I mean, people with in between. Hendrix, there was also Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page and, 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 and that whole era of great guitar players from that era. Yeah. I don't think any one guy stood out, though Hendrix may have had the, the biggest career as a solo artist. Right. You know, probably. But, but still... That can't compare to like, you know, when Eddie Van Halen came out, man, that was a whole new. Plus, I have to say this about Jimmy and I'm not I love Jimi Hendrix, but Jimi Hendrix was pretty much a cross. Um, he was like a turned up version of Albert King. Right. So people had already heard things that are pretty similar to what he was doing. They just hadn't heard him turned up that loud and with that much game, you know, right. that, that Jimmy was doing, but they heard the vocabulary before. Cause most of it came from Albert King. Yep. You know, whereas with Eddie, where have you ever heard that before? <laughs> yeah. oh, I would have to say nowhere. Yeah. He's man. I'd love to get him on the show. He would be an interesting cat to sit with. And, and by that same token in jazz, Alan Holdsworth, I would have to say, is one of the, whether you like him or not, he was hugely innovative. No one played like him. You know, it, it, it was it was really like a freak thing when he came out. It was like, okay, this is a whole new thing, a way of playing high gain legato jazz guitar. No one had ever done that before. Right. So that was something new. You Bruce, know, obviously not as as commercial as Eddie. But no, still. Bruce, would you would you have a player that for you that stood out like that? Bruce, are you still there? Bruce left. <laughs> Is he left? I think he bailed. Oh, <laughs> he's he's peeing or something. Maybe he is peeing. If you hear the toilet flush, you'll know. Wow. he How rude. He just left us like that. That's just so rude. Well, he doesn't care about <laughs> Alan Holdsworth or Eddie Van Halen. No, he, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't give a shit. Just He's, yell Charlie Parker. He'll come back running. Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we lost him. That's amazing. Wow. You think we actually lost him his mic? I I don't I I don't know. It's it, yeah I that's weird. I don't know. Did did he really have much to say anyway? No. <laughs> Not about this. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> but yeah. You know, but you know when you think about jazz guitarists, he might say Pat. You know, right? Because because Pat jazz guitar was jazz guitar. When Pat Metheny came along, he had a whole new sound. He had a whole new approach. You know, the, he had a writing style that was very original. You know, um, a lot of a lot of 
jazz guitar players are, should I say, hollow body guitar players were playing standards. Pat Metheny came out with all original material and a kind of a different tone and a different sound, and he was pretty innovative, I think. He just before Benson, like Benson wasn't the guy. Well, I think he was one of them for sure. Um, yeah, no, he, he was the only dip. The only thing I'm saying that makes Pat stand out is that Pat was playing original music when he, when he started his, with his first album with Jocko, you know, right. Bright size life. And I think that album was a very important album for jazz guitar because it kind of opened things up a little bit more. It, it, it kind of, it kind of broke some barriers. Right. I think, you know. Not being a hollow body guy, I wouldn't know as much as Bruce, but but um, I believe that it was pretty innovative for its time. Have you have you met Pat? No, I've never met Pat, but Pat has been really nice to me, and I've communicated with him through email, and um, he said some really nice stuff about me in interviews and stuff, and you know I know he likes my playing and he likes my music. Um, and he's been really nice, you know, to mention me I, in some of interviews and stuff. I, I know zero about Pat Martini. I just, I know he's a legendary guitar player. I haven't listened to a lot of his stuff, but I'd be really curious to see what kind of a guy Pat is. Well, there's a, I'll tell you what, he's very articulate and he's very intelligent. Right. Um, there's a, there's a thing that I just recently watched. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched most of it. He was on a program, and I don't remember what the – geez, this is bad because now I'm advising people to check it out, but I don't know where to find it. But if you probably looked up Pat, Pat Metheny clinician um, or Pat Metheny guest speaker because he was a guest speaker on – I'm not sure if it was an internet show or a TV show or a documentary. I have no idea. But they were basically talking about improvising and talking about the cognitive process of 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 improvising and being an improviser right. and an artist. And he gave a really long speech and a, a talk um, just about what it's like to be an improviser. And the guy's really intelligent. He had brought up a lot of really good points. He's a really good speaker. You know, and that's kind of something that I would assume from hearing his music, that he's a very intelligent guy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and also like an extremely hard worker to do as many records as he has and, and done as much as he has in his career. I, it'd be interesting to get a guy like him and a guy like Jeff Beck together and sit down with them and chat. Oh man, you know, two two of the greats for right. sure. But just yeah. kind of polar polar opposites in what they do, right? Yeah, totally different thing for sure. But both both of them are great. Bruce, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm coughing though. <laughs> oh fuck, you got the coronavirus. I'm the corona carrier. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> what happened, Bruce? Did you lose touch with us? No, no, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, did you hear what I just said about Pat? About Pat. <laughs> Pat, Pat, um, Pat, o, Pat O'Callaghan. He's a... a... Pat Martino? No. No, Pat <laughs> Matheny. Pat Matheny. 
Oh, no. No. What did you say? I'm sorry. I must it was the there. most prolific thing Scott has ever said in the whole four years of yeah, Guitar well, Wank. You, know. you missed it. No. We were just talking about <laughs> Troy asked me, like, who is innovative in guitar. And I said, you know, in the rock world, Eddie Van Halen was probably, you know, one of the big innovators in rock. And, and, and Alan Holsworth was probably one of the big innovators in fusion. And I think that Pat Metheny was one of the big innovators of like hollow body jazz. Because I, yeah, the post, post seventies. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. That's what I think. And I, and I also said that you'd know more than me because you're a hollow body player and I'm not. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you go back to fusion, you got, you know, this is my gloss one too, you know, and sure. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's guys, you know, but, uh, Pat, you know, Pat really has sure changed the shape of music. Hadn't he? Wow. Yeah. Especially when he came out, you know, what I had noticed and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me that before Pat, most hollow body jazz players were playing standards and and not a whole lot of original music. But Pat sort of came out as an originals guy, like he came out with this band playing mostly original music on hollow body, which yeah. was different, which was a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, and his tone was different, you know, because he had the chorus and the stereo chorus thing going, which nobody had ever really heard before. Right, he had a really dark tone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's why I mentioned him because I thought, you know, he's one of those cats that, you know, you you know who he is as soon as he plays one note, and then he he did kind of change things um, in that world. Yeah. But um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So Troy, you, I, I don't. We got way off your question. <laughs> I don't know what. My, what your question was? I think my question was, what's the weather going to be Tuesday? And you guys went off on some tangent. Well, it's yeah. going to rain tomorrow. I can tell you that. <laughs> but um, we picked up poop today because it's going to rain tomorrow. Ah, uh, you don't want to pick up wet poop. You don't want to pick up that wet poop. Dude, did you good. see my Facebook page on the poop? <laughs> I saw some of it. Yeah, that was good. You, you know why dog poop? You know why dog poop is like women? What? Why? The older it is, the easier they are they pick to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was sponsored by our, our older Ooh. women audiences. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> That was sponsored by Trump supporting women everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who we got to, you know, we should be able to get everyone on now because now there's no excuse to have no one on because they can, it's just yeah, a phone get, call. We can even get bass players. They're not working gigs. <laughs> yeah, right. But well, I, I did, Scott, I did call Andy and Andy is just busy tonight doing a broadcast actually oh. for something. Give me a break, so, Andy. So, but he does. He does really want to do it. Let's and do it with Andy. He just <laughs> sent me his couple of his latest records, and wow, I mean, he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's all right. <laughs> he's sounding great. He's a badass. He's sounding really great. Great tone and great playing, and just you know, he's a he's a really amazing guitar player. So Let, be let's, fun to have it. Let's get Andy on. Uh, you should reach reach out to that uh, that guy. Is it Steve Vai? I think Steve Vai is really good. Who? <laughs> Steve Vai might be good. 
I he, know Steve would love to do it. Steve, he's been on the internet doing his thing of late. He's a, he's a great bloke. He just seems like a really fucking smart, great character. I, lo- I like his vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I've you know, talked to him many do you know, times. Really- Scott, do you know Joe Saturani? Yeah. I've actually played a, a gig with him one time. Oh, fuck. We'd love to get Joe's got a new album out and new videos. I've seen him doing his thing. Joe, he just seems like a sweetheart of a guy, too. We should get him on. And, yeah, and, and d- I, let's destroy I, I, his I career. <laughs> yeah, I can get in touch with Joe, and I know he'd probably love to do it too. He'd be really great. Um, <sighs> that'd be really cool too. So there's lots of cats. I know Bruce was going to get. Um, is it Adam Smalls? Yeah, I'd like to get Adam Small, the guy from True Fire, and have them talk about yeah. how everything's changed now. You know, I mean, the world has gone to um, things like Masterclass and True Fire and all that kind of stuff. They doing some- is Adam. Is Adam Smalls affiliated with True Fire too? Not just my no, music. No, no, Adam's class. just my music masterclass. Oh, okay. So we would have those guys on to talk about the whole. Yeah, they they what they see how they see the marketplace going. You know, it'd be really interesting to hear their point of view. Hey, mm-hmm. as much it's that shit's a rabbit hole. I mean, I'm a um, subscriber to True Fire, and man, what a rabbit hole that is! Because you check out the videos, and it's like, I want to learn that. I want to learn that. I want to learn that. Oh, I want to learn that. I want to learn that. I want to learn that. And you don't learn anything because there's so much to learn. It's such an amazing... What they're doing is incredible. The shit they're delivering is amazing stuff. It's same with My Music Masterclass. They're doing... It's it's amazing. Yeah. The talent and the caliber of musicians is going to And, and go. everybody has really cool things to say. I mean, that's the beautiful thing yeah. about the world. You can know about so many different guys now. And, you know, back when... I was young. <clears throat> you only knew the guys that came through your town, or if you, the musicians kind of hipped you to them, you found out about them. You know what I mean? But it's a whole new world now. Well, now we're well, all I stuck at out home. Some of those classes myself, I haven't checked many of them out. I should check those out myself because I know a lot of them are really cool. I mean, you, dude, yeah. you, you can you can check out David Grissom and Sonny Landreth and. You can get inside these guys' heads and find out what's going on. It's pretty amazing. It's good shit. So, yeah, you know, even um, Donald Fagan has a video on uh, composing <laughs> that I'd like to see. Just oh, wow. to see, curious about it. Yeah, I don't know if it's still available online, but I, I've, I know he has one. And it's, there's always been, you know, I've always been curious about it just to see how he thinks. Because he comes up with such cool melodies and, and tunes. Now, I would imagine he's a little bit of a nutter. A what? Uh, he's a nutter. What's that? Like he's he, crazy. Yeah, he's got to be fucking. A lot of these cats that are just ridiculous, talented. They're, they're a little crazy. Like you, you can't you can't be that good and get through life and be just fucking normal. Like you got to be a little. You're fucking nuts. Like, you, there's a trade-off. Like, you can't be that good and, like, have a good family life and have your whole life together. You might be just really amazing at that shit. And this is what we've got to keep in perspective. Like, there's a trade-off sometimes. If you're going to be so brilliant at one thing, you may fall in every other thing in your life. Like, you may have a shitty marriage. You may be a shitty father. You may be just... You suck at everything else, but you're amazing at one thing. That's something to keep in perspective. 
I'm trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> did it? Did I work? Did that work? I feel better. I feel better. I feel really good right now. I feel well, really good. It worked. Yeah, because I'm average at everything. I'm so shitty at everything, but I'm like, it's an even shit across everything. I'm just like average at everything. So there you go. So that's good. So that's Man, from- you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> nobody knows what, you know, what it's like to be somebody else, you know, well, that's, that's true. You know, he did say one thing in an interview I read in, in, in Rolling Stone. I think it was an interview with Donald Fagan. And he said, I just don't have any idea why everybody doesn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's like, so it must be. It must just come really easy to him, you know? Well, when you're just being, hey, when you're being yourself, how hard is that, right? Yeah, I guess, you know. Oh, it's really hard, man. For for me, sometimes it's amazingly easy and sometimes it's amazingly hard. And and, and, uh, depends on the day, you know, like I can have one of those days where I write a whole tune in one day and it's really cool. And then I have other times where, I go days and days in a row and just don't have any ideas and hit a big block and can't come up with shit and just have to try a million chords before I finally hear the one that I like. And other days I hear everything that I want and just, I can just grab it really quick. Who knows why, man? It's just a bad day and a good day. And I, and I think probably a lot of composers maybe wouldn't want to admit it, but I gotta have I, I gotta have that feeling that probably everybody that tries to write music has bad days and good days. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm I'm watching um Danny Elfman on mm-hmm. Masterclass. He's got an episode on Masterclass, and it's amazing. And they've got Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman. And I'm watching all that at the yeah, moment. A couple and, of great composers, man. I mean, like, and those guys talk about the same thing. They say every day they they're questioning their ability and their talents, and they're insecure, and they're exactly like we are, except they just had they've had some opportunities and been able to capitalize on it. So, basically, what I'm saying, we're all just as talented as those guys, right? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to end with that bullshit right there. I would say that I have at least. You remember, I, remember that uh, what was his name, Stuart Smalley on on uh, Saturday Night Live. What? You know, the guy that when Al Franken used to do those affirmations in the mirror. <laughs> I'm smart and I'm good and damn it, I'm myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, I. Mean, I, I I think um, I've had enough. I think <laughs> right. you have to. Now, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Wait, Scott, do you want to leave the people with some ad- advice to get through Jeez, these times? I don't, I, I don't really have too too much advice, uh, honestly. Just, you know, just if you think, you know, the only thing I can think of is it's a, dr- I know it must be completely horrible for some people that, that aren't making money now and then they're home and they're out of work and, you know, but if you're home with people you love and you're, you're home with your family, just enjoy your family. You know what I mean? Enjoy the things that you have and, and try to live in the moment. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Don't, don't, know? don't kill them. 
don't don't kill don't, the family. Don't think about the future too much because this is a bad time to be thinking about the future too much. <laughs> don't kill them. Don't kill the family. Try to live in the moment. You know, wash your wash your hands before yeah. you pick your ass and your nose. All good things yeah, like that. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> Scott, uh, Bruce, what do you got to say? Well, I've got to say, if you, if you really need a te- a coronavirus test. You ought to cough in a politician's face. That's probably the way you'll find out if you got it. You know? That's a good advice. That's good advice. We encourage everyone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those assholes. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, l- listen, guys, next time we may have a guest. So, I wish... Troy, you think... Uh, Let's you do think it. Of... Let's do it. I'm, I'm excited already. Uh, a full- Oh shit! I, th- I think we should. I think we should get our wives on and have them talk about what it's like to be fucking locked up with us. Yeah, that uh, that know? episode will last for five minutes because they'll be so pissed off. They'll just like they'll say their piece and fuck off. <laughs> oh well, that would be that would be cool. I wouldn't mind that. I sure as hell hope it wouldn't go for a whole fucking hour. <laughs> hey! Oh shit! Oh sh- Oh no! What? Oh fuck, man! This episode did the same thing. What? It's echoed the whole time. I can't use this. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, April <laughs> Fool. Hey, Troy, I was going to ask you, though, your bandwidth is good, right? Like a fourth phone call won't make this any worse, right? No, no, no. We're, we're good. He, he's got a, he's a mixed down studio guy. He's like AT&T. I've got I've got the fastest in, internet on the world, in the world right now. That's what's going on. Now, we're all good. We're good. Hey, did you guys see that I got a penis enlargement? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, can you finally see it? Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah, good, good. Now, that was just a joke. I actually had a reduction. They folded it in half. You know, I I was going to get one, but the guy refused to take it off the the bottom and the sides, you know? Seriously, did you see my last post with Vibe Station? Yeah. What was it? that's hilarious. They're selling the CD of Vibe Station for $907 on Amazon. Why? Yeah. Uh, it's just some kind of a glitch or some kind of a mistake, but it's funny as hell. You look on there, the MP3 sells for 8 bucks, but the CD sells for 907 Oh, dude, I'm going to buy one just to buy it. <laughs> that will be amazing. Wow! So well, you know, I've always felt you know you want to have a million seller. You got two ways to do it. One, you can sell a million CDs. The other, you can sell one for a million. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? That's it. <laughs> and then this guy posted. This guy posted on Amazon London, and it's even more there. It's like thirteen hundred pounds. What? Oh, great! Yeah. I guess and guys it, are just putting shit up with ridiculous prices. Shit. Just, They're putting know. shit up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, I, I, I don't even know why I went there. Oh, I know why. It's because, you know, the CD Baby store closed. So I don't know if you guys know about that. No, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, I heard about it, but, but I mean, so what? They're going to send me my CDs or they're just going to throw them away? No, 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 no. Um, the CD Baby store closed. So what that me- all it, it doesn't really mean anything. All it means is that they are not going to be shipping CDs to customers. Oh wait, no, sorry. They are not going to have a storefront anymore to sell physical CDs. They're still going to be sending them, 
but their storefront is now Alliance Warehouse and Amazon like it's always been, uh, right? Yeah. So, in other words, nothing really changes. It's just that you Except still send you, your, you, They don't go to cdbaby.com to find them anymore. Exactly. They go to Amazon, uh, right? Nice. So, so, so they have this new thing that they sent everybody. They probably sent it to you, Bruce, and it's probably in your emails, but they sent it to me. They, they offered me this thing. It's called Here Now. It's sort of like an advertising web page to send people to wherever you want to send them to buy your CD. So yeah. I just sent them to Amazon, and I ended up on the Amazon page of Vibe Station when I was doing all the settings. And that's when I saw it, that they were selling Vibe Station for 907 bucks. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this about? Dude, finally what it's worth. Dude, come on! Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and, and, if, and if you sell about thirty, about three thousand of them, you'll get your money back finally. You know? <laughs> Shit! Oh, I thought it was pretty funny, man. Like, okay, but, and then I looked at People Mover, and People Mover's selling for fifteen bucks. So apparently, they think Vibe Station's worth a lot more. <laughs> yeah, we'll make another one, and then People Mover will come be more valuable. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Funny shit, man. I was like, what the fuck? How does this happen? So well, I'm still doing five for 25. Of course, I'm scared to go to the, uh, the, post, office. To the post office. <laughs> you, know? yeah, you, you may die. It's that simple. Yeah. You may die. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't die. Hey, guys, just, just a note from me. You guys don't die. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, you'll find <laughs> out about it if I do. Yeah, I don't want to read about it on Facebook. Like, don't you guys don't die? It's just pretty simple. Yeah. The only reason I would die is because I'm still every once in a while going down to downtown and sharing some needles with the with the hookers <laughs> down there. You know, because that's something that I, you know, it's just part of my thing, and I, I can't give that up just because of the virus. Yeah, that's fair, man. I. I agree with you and keep doing what you do. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's hope we have Andy on our, 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 a, a guitarist extraordinaire on our next uh, show. Yeah, let's get Andy and let's also get Jennifer Batten. We should get her. She's got no Absolutely. excuse now. She can't run and hide. That's right. We can't <laughs> molest her or anything like that because she's not going to be in the studio. Right? She's got no excuse. So she doesn't have to worry about us going, uh, what's his name on her? <laughs> what's his name? Weinstein? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have to worry about us going Weinstein on yeah, her. Yeah, we won't go Weinstein on her. We can only do so much verbally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, she can stick up for herself. She's a tough girl, man. I, she's She'll, a badass, <laughs> man. We love Don't Jennifer Batten. She, she she knows how to say the four letter words, man. She, she's not going to be intimidated by us. I'm, I'm such a fan, such a fan. All right, guys, will you be safe, motherfuckers? Wash your hands when you touch yourselves, and um, and anyone else that you touch, wash your hands. And we'll see you guys next week. Okay, guys. All right. Later, bitches. Later. <laughs> Later. Go watch a movie, Scott. Okay, man, that was good. Well, it might be kind of late now, but but um, you know, we might. Oh, you did know, you? Shoot. Hey, did you see nineteen seventeen? Not yet. I really want to see that. I I saw it last night. Is it good? It's it's good, but some people were saying it was better than Forrest, uh, than not Forrest Gump, than um, Saving Private Ryan. It's not. 
it's not that good, but it's good. Uh, uh, it's still okay. really good. It's worth seeing. It's really good. You, you know what we watched last night? We watched Fargo. Ah, oh, so good. Because Angela had never seen it. Oh, wow. Oh, Fargo's so, great, yeah. yeah. That's such a fucking great movie, man. And Angela loved it. She just loved oh, it. Of course, <laughs> Fargo's all, there's some, I'm trying to think what else I want to see that's out at the moment. I still haven't seen the movie that won Best Picture. Oh, that was it. The Koreans. Was it the Koreans. Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Is it good? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, it's one. It's on our list because you know, one best picture. I'm sure it's good. Uh, uh yeah. I it's kind of a it horror out. movie, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, we like horror movies, so we're we're gonna watch it. Yeah, I want to see. All that. right, guys. Well, look, I gotta get going here. I got ants. I got to let them out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? I got ants. I got to let them out. You mean? Okay. I think it's crabs. It's not ants. It's crabs. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, they might be scabies, Bruce. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't have gotten so attached to them, you know? <laughs> oh, All right, bitches. I'll see you all later. Okay, all right. Bye. 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 Be safe. Okay.